I'm Shelby, and I'm from Reynoldsburg, Ohio. So what was broken on my car was really unique, and they did a wonderful job at tracking it down and had it there the next day and fixed. 3C dealt with my insurance, so I just got to sit back, and they took care of everything. I had my car back within a week, then somebody else hit it, and now I find myself back at 3C Body Shop. I would recommend 3C to family, friends, and anybody who's been an ex. 3C Body Shop. Hey guys, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions like how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into the apps all the people like to listen to? And how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to every one of these questions is really simple. It's called Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and extremely easy to use. And now... Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I've been using Anchor now for, oh, almost a year, and I really enjoy it. It's a lot easier than any of the other podcast apps I've ever tried. And again, it's free, guys. It really is free. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, So if you want to get started on a podcast and making money doing it, then go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. Anchor, the best way to podcast. S a nine, S a 10, S an 11, you know, whatever. (laughs) This is the Ranger Report podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. All right, everybody, welcome to the Ranger Report podcast. I am Ben Dieter. I almost forgot my name there. You can find me at Twitter at bdieter 75 and I am CJ Berryman. I did not forget my name. And I am at CJB underscore RR. We're already on a, we're already on a good, good good start here. We are flying through with, you know, with great. See, I don't even know what word to say. It's been so good. I've just, just above and beyond how awesome this, this beginning is. So I can't wait for uh, all you. Free. Can't wait for all you people to listen to it. It's been so good. I don't make mistakes ever except for, you know, every intro of the podcast where we throw out my mistakes. But anyway. That aside, uh, mm-hmm. we've got some uh, Ranger stuff to talk about tonight, which is what we do. By the way, we are at the Ranger Report on Twitter, and you can always go to therangerreport.com, buy me a coffee, and we have a new sponsor coming up as well that we'll talk to you guys about in the next few weeks. Excited about the sponsor that we have picked up. Thanks to CJ for getting that one for us. Hey, hey, I do my best. That's right. I've been doing this for five years, never got a sponsor. You've been on it for five months, and you already got us a sponsor. So apparently, you know, pretty soon I'm going to be fired, and you're going to be the CEO. So, you know, it'll be all – it'll all Yay! Be <laughs> no. You do, you do all the heavy lifting, so you always have a job. All right, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. You're not going to fire me from my own job. I'm glad to hear that. No, no, no. Not, not the guy that does all the heavy lifting. No, you, you're, you're invaluable. Hey, now that was a perfect segue. We're going to continue last week's segue uh, joke. <laughs> Speaking of guy doing uh, the heavy listing, let's let's talk a little bit about Adolis Garcia to start out the show tonight. Yeah, he's not bad. Yeah, he's he's uh, okay. Yeah, he's okay. It's 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 funny today. He hits his 16th home run of the season, and you, you it's just easy to be 
that's going to overshadow the fact that he struck out three times. It's yeah. funny that I'm bringing that up, saying that after he just flat out had a dance party all over the Houston Astros. And yes. They could do about it over the weekend. So, man, what a, what a shot in the arm. And I know the past two days for the Rangers against the Angels has been horrific as, as far as the way the games have started. But, yeah, he's definitely a bright spot. And it looks like looks like he's going to he's gonna be, continue being a bright spot. And, yeah, he's just a rookie, but he's not a young rookie. He's 28. And he's been around. He's been, been around playing – professional baseball his whole life but uh, for right now he's a shot in the arm and he's bringing national news to the rangers in a year where we didn't expect to get much yeah he's kind of a nelson cruz-esque late bloomer the way he's come on but Mm -hmm. you know because the cardinals just basically let him go for nothing to the rangers and then last year he didn't really make it to the squad and then this year it's just I mean, it's incredible, especially because you think he didn't even start at the beginning of the season, and he's close—he's close to leading all major leaguers in home runs right now. Yep, uh, St. Louis, and when he defected it from Cuba in 2016, uh, it, it's just weird because uh, he had a 290 batting average in the minors and 15 home runs, 65 RBIs between at Double A AA and Triple A with them in 2017. Uh, yeah, and. You know, 22 home runs in 112 games overall, and with the with the organization, I believe. Um, I'm, no, I'm sorry, that's with Memphis in Triple uh, A. Okay. Um, so yeah, in Triple A, 256 with 22 home runs and 71 RBIs, only played in 21 games for the Cardinals, and then was DFA in 2019, and then obviously didn't have a season last year. Um, only had a six at bats. And then, didn't make a club this year at the yeah. start of the season. So it's just weird how he just flew under the radar. Everybody's radar because DFA means anybody could pick him up. Yeah. Uh, once he doesn't make the club to start the season, nobody picked him up. So he went to the, he went down, he was on the taxi squad and then got his chance to come up. Whenever David Dahl uh, initially got injured, I believe. Was yep. it David Dahl? Yeah, it was. Uh, leg injury and speaking of David Dahl. Um, we'll get to that later. Uh, but yeah, so he had his chance to shine and, and he's taken it and run with it. So definitely a bright spot. He's one of those guys that we mentioned before the season started. There's going to be somebody that's going to show up uh, during the season that you're going, who is this? Well, <laughs> this is Adolis Garcia. And he's doing it in a big way. Yeah, he has. I mean, he has been nothing short of amazing with the way he's played so far. He's bit brought an energy that, you know, the Rangers didn't have before he got here. He's brought, you know, He's made Joey Gallo better, in my opinion, because Joey's seeing better pitches because they don't want to pitch to Adolis. And by the way, speaking of the Astros series, thank you, Dusty Baker, for pitching to Adolis in the ninth or the tenth in those games <laughs> exactly. and not pitching around him. Like, thank you for letting mm-hmm. him shine and do his best. Again, you know. I mean, I just don't understand in that situation. I'm not a baseball manager. You know, I'm a, what do you call him, an armchair manager. But even I wouldn't have pitched to Adolis Garcia in the tenth inning, you know, of that game. Nope. Uh, he's definitely been the hottest hit at Rangers hitter, and he hits for power, and, and he made them pay for that. I mean, he's already got 41 RBIs yeah. in 41 games. Yeah, so it's just incredible. In, an RBI a game, he's hitting 288 with 16 homers. So in the month of month of May that he's had, it's just unreal. Yeah, and I mean, um, every a couple single weeks. day. I, I think I put on Twitter, um, he's – or I think I told you that he's unnecessary. Well, what did I say? Unnecessarily ridiculous or something. something yes. Like that. I believe that's what you said in the text. Yeah. That he's unnecessarily ridiculous. 
it's like it's like video game it really is like we talked about the it guy is. that the guy that you make up which by the way is always me like i always name him me you know it's always <laughs> it's always ben Dieter. but anyway he uh he always like you make his stats like overboard and you're like this would never happen in real life that's adolis garcia yeah and the big and the best build and all that kind of stuff he just looks like a just looks like an athlete yeah uh he's the well you and i have talked about this before too I, we haven't said it on uh on the pod yet, but go ahead and say it. He's he's the Michael Finley of baseball, of baseball because he looks just like Michael Finley. Did, yeah, uh, he kind of yeah, he does for sure. In the face, yeah, but yeah, he's a brick house, and he's dare I say five tool s because he's also very good on in the field on the bases. He's got a really good arm. He's already hosed down one player at the plate this season. So I'm saying esque, and I dare I say five tool because uh, last time we said that you know Josh Hamilton was really the only guy you go back and look around baseball and say that that would be it. Yeah. Um, but he does have those tools. So yeah, he can, he can do so many different things, not just hitting home runs either. So it's just going to be so fun to watch and hopefully it continues. And like I said, with him being 28 years old and so much professional baseball under his belt, I mean, he played in Japan as well. Uh, he's not, he's not, a, he's not your, your everyday rookie. Definitely not. And you go back and look at what we said, you know, a month ago or three weeks ago on the podcast and said that pitchers are eventually going to adjust to him. Well, mm -hmm. in my opinion, he's adjusted to those pitchers as well. Mm -hmm. And he's able now to lay off some stuff. He Maybe they thought he wouldn't lay off and he's able to hit some stuff that you don't expect him to be able to get a hold of. And I think he's really surprised people in the fact that he's adjusted so well to pitchers starting to adjust to him. It's funny that, that you say that because I was just thinking earlier today, we had Jeff Wilson on and we're talking about that exact thing because yeah. when we talked to Jeff, we, he was going through a little bit of a swoon and it's because the, the, the opposing pitching had a game plan against him and they had changed it up and they were pitching him inside more because he was hitting with power the opposite way. So they started jamming him inside with fastballs and we asked Jeff Wilson if he thought you know, the, the makeup was there for him to make the adjustment back and voila, he – he, he made that adjustment. He started pulling inside pitches and pulling it with power and, and just telling pitchers there's nowhere you can throw the baseball towards home plate that I can't hit. And he's yeah. shown also the ability to hit high fastballs. Um, he did expand the zone in, in his strikeout in the ninth today. Um, he did chase high. And yeah. so he does like those high fastballs. That is a weakness. But if he does get a hold of it, it can go out. So yes, right I mean, now yeah. at the plate, he's just he's just so dangerous. It's it's kind of a picky poison. And even though he had three strikeouts today, he's not striking out at a ridiculous rate overall. No, no, uh, about one a game. I think is yeah. what he's averaging, and that's after today. So um, yeah, he's had quite a few games of, of two plus strikeouts, or I'm sorry, of two strikeouts, and. It, and again, some of that you can say maybe he's he's still growing, he's still getting better because he hasn't seen. He's had 41 games at the big league level. Yeah. Essentially, take away the few of bats he had last year and the few that he had with with the Cardinals beforehand. So I mean, he's just now getting to see this on a regular basis. So he yeah. might still be improving, like you said, that getting that at that Nelson Cruz late blooming. Maybe uh, I mean, if we if you get Nelson Cruz out of Adolis Garcia, then. He's going to play for a long time because Nelly is still playing, still yeah. hitting home runs. So yeah, I would take Adolis for another ten years or more. Yeah, it'd be great as long as we don't uh, have the snafu of letting him go the way the Rangers did. And I don't want to even get into that because like, we can spend the whole pod talking about how the Rangers let that whole situation of letting him go to the Orioles. Yeah, um, in 2015. That, but 
we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll avoid that, and we might come back to that later on or something later yep. later in the season. We have a dead dead time, or maybe in the offseason. Yeah, in the offseason, maybe we'll do a where the Rangers went wrong podcast, and the first one will be uh, about Nelson Cruz. But yeah, uh, speaking of where the Rangers went wrong, no, not really, okay. but um, you know, Dane Dunning today and over the last few starts, I think opposing hitters have kind of figured him out a little bit. I think that he needs mm-hmm. to start adjusting a little bit. I think, and he's young. Like I didn't expect him to pitch the way he pitched the first few starts the whole season, but now it's time to see if Dane can adjust to what people are doing to him because I'll say, and I know you've agreed with me. We talked about it off air. He has not looked good the last few starts. No, he hasn't. Uh, except for the, the Yankee start, he looked really, really good. Yeah, He was able to actually go six innings with six Ks in there. And he's been on like a round of 75 pitch pitch count uh and so getting six innings out of him you could look for four or five in a kind of a tandem tandem situation with him and, you know more than likely bringing taylor hearn in to follow him at left-handed power but uh, yeah aside from that yankee start it's been pretty bad i mean uh, in this start today and then the one that he had on the 15th against houston he's had 11 earned runs and eight innings pitched yeah, and that's yeah. that's just not good. And like like we 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 talked about it earlier in the year when he started off so well and just looked like he belonged, and he still does. Uh, don't get us wrong. Yeah, but he he still looks like he belongs. And even after today's just just horrible start, his ERA is still four seven five. I would have expected it to hit over five, but that tells you how well he did so early. Yeah, well. I mean, he did look he great. Be, he did look great early on in the season, and like I said, I think. And I still think he's a great pitcher. Like, I know a lot of fans are instant overreactors that want, like, oh, he needs to be gone. You know, that's not the case. But, you know, I think I think uh, he's a young guy. He's learning his way. And I think that so far, I think he's been better than I expected overall, even though he's going through this rough patch right now. Oh, easily, easily. And I didn't think, you know, I thought it was going to be. And we we talked about it again with Jeff, the tandem thing and, and how long they're going to do it. Maybe they don't want to finish the season doing it. Maybe he's the guy that can prove that he can go six or seven innings and whatnot. But yeah. people, if you're yeah. wanting to get <laughs> – just go ahead and dump the Dane Dunning experiment, you you might as well just dump your fandom. Because Dane Dunning is a name you're going to be hearing for a long time. This is his first full season. Yeah. And he's a, he's a prospect that the Rangers traded, uh, got from Chicago for Lance Lynn. He was the big fish in that. So – Get used to it, and I, he has the stuff. He has the makeup. He has the confidence. He doesn't get rattled, um, it, it, at least on the outward. Now, he might be a duck on a pond, you know, looking calm on the outside. But yeah. Underneath, being, being, you know, letting some of that stuff get to him. But I don't I don't think that's the case. I think he's, he's pretty strong-headed, and I think he'll be fine. But, yeah, he's going to have to adjust now because the league seems to have figured it out at least the past – you know, three, four starts. Yeah. And I think, I think you will, I think, you know, and that's what this season is kind of about. I mean, we know it's a rebuilding season. We got to get him out there and we got to get him throwing the ball and we got to get him figure out how to adjust so that when we are winning, you know, he doesn't go through one of these ruts, but he can adjust to it. And I think eventually he will. I think the Rangers did their homework on him and I'm, I think he's going to turn out, like you said, to be someone we'll be talking about for years and years from now still. Yeah. We're going to see him for a long time and hopefully the next at least four and a half years got him the rangers have him under control for five and a half more years and if he's not here for that sixth then that means that he's built for prospects and you hope we're contending by that point yeah you saying we we that we are the rangers fandom here yeah we we are proud to say we 
when talking to Rangers. So yeah, get used to Dane Dunning and and, and hope and pray and not hope and pray, but you know, hope and pull for him because you're going to see him a lot and yeah. you see him and Taylor Hearn is another guy that we can. But I know we're talking about Dunning here, but Hearn after starting off the season a little rough, now he's got his ERA down to three six three. Just looks pretty dominant. It's great, yeah. but we'll move on to that. Yeah, Hearn was a guy that I expected again to to be good. Mm-hmm. We we talked about him a lot preseason, and I think. I think he's going to wind up being a guy we'll talk about for a long time as well, as, as well, uh, yeah. you know, as some of these other guys. So I think it's been like, you know, Demarcus Evans that we just saw. I think you got some of these guys that are going to be staples for the Rangers in the rotation and the bullpen over the next five, six, seven years. Yeah, you might be. I mean, we might be watching them now just at the start here, just at the very beginning. And we still haven't seen Kyle Cody come back off the I.L. He's another one. Yep. Another young, young starter. Brett yeah. Brett Gus. Right. Colby yes. Allard's another one, and he's getting the start uh, tomorrow. He's starting, um, yeah, he's starting tomorrow. Colby Allard, that's your guy. Josh Spore is another you guy. Yep. And uh, Marcus Evans is my bullpen guy. Yep. And uh, right now, the your your two your two young young studs that uh, you thought were going to make a good impact this year out outweighed mine so far. So oh, far, I but I think I think Cody has a ton of upside. And I watching Evans last night. I think he's got a ton of upside too. Yeah, Demarcus Evans. Um, we, <laughs> I mentioned it on Twitter. Ben and I were trying to get Demarcus Evans on tonight to be on the podcast yeah. with us tonight, and little uh, did we know. And they were trying to get him on, but sure enough, he got called up. So yeah, it was super we, we, rude. We it was super rude to the Rangers to call yeah. him up as we were trying to get him on. I mean, really, what were they thinking? They need they need to stay out of our notes and stay, stop stop monitoring our text messages because we were we've been talking about getting Evans on since the weekend. Yep, uh, and yeah. and we were we were on the track to get that done, and then yeah, the stinking Rangers. No, I'm I'm very very happy for him. I got to cover him a lot when he was in Double A with Frisco uh, when they came up here to play Amarillo, the Sod Poodles, and with the combination. That's kind of one of the things I was going to ask him too is how fun it was with him. And and yeah, I was I was looking forward to to ask him about his time in Double A two years ago when it was him and Emmanuel Classe who throws a hundred mile an hour cut fastball. Yeah, and they were coming out of the bullpen. Frisco, it just wasn't fair. Uh, it was so fun to watch, though. And Classe now with the, the Cleveland Indians after the Rangers traded for all of one inning of Corey Kluber. <laughs> Classe was the was the player to go along with that the line of the Shields to Cleveland for that that one inning. But yeah, that that, that one, Demarcus uh, Evans is he's a power pitcher. Um, he's got closer stuff. Yeah, and, and and they call him D Train for a reason. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I did about that. So yeah, all kinds of young, young pitching. And if you look at it, I mean, the stat that I saw the other day, the Rangers by far, it's not even close, have the most innings pitched by rookies this year. It's oh yeah, yeah. I don't think it will be either. I think they'll hold that by a lot of innings this year. By a ton, and we haven't even talked about some guys in Double A that we might be seeing this year too. But that's 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 for later. Yeah, I don't have that on the list tonight. But I was going to mention that if you haven't caught any Rough Riders baseball, if you live in the DFW area, you should go do it because they are on fire. They are. Yes, they're very Frisco, good. Frisco is literally probably the best minor league team, one of the best minor league teams in baseball. They are just clicking on all cylinders. You've got guys like Davis Wenzel and a couple guys that we talked to, you know, that are just tearing it up, man. Bubba Thompson, and you've got some pitching looking so good. It has been, like I said, I got MILB app, and I've been watching it. But if you live in the Frisco area, I recommend you go out and watch some of their games because they are fun. 
Yeah, and since we since we did go down this path, uh, a couple of guys, pitchers, that you might want to keep an eye on that you might be seeing later on, uh, Jake Latz last oh, yeah. night started for Frisco. Five innings, one hit, two walks, eight strikeouts. He's got an ERA of 2-1-2. Yeah. And all his entire ERA, this is per Scott Lucas of the Newberg Report, his entire ERA is a result of one ugly inning on the season's second day. Yep. He has thrown 14 and two-thirds innings scoreless and allowed only eight base runners. And he was not protected on the 40-man roster, so he could have been Rule 5 drafted. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so we, we're, we're going to be seeing I, – I bet we'll be seeing him sooner rather than later. And Joe Gatto, no, not oh, Joey yeah. Gatto, and not Joe Gallo, not no, Joey Gallo. but Joe Gallo, Joe yeah. Gatto. Joe Gatto, right-handed pitcher out of the bullpen, two innings, three hits yesterday, three strikeouts, a zero ERA. Cole Uvula, another one. Just yep. a bunch of arms down there. And not, not to mention Bubba Thompson, who was one for two yesterday. He's hitting 275 right now. 351 OBP. It's it's that – yeah, get out to first go if you're around. That, that, they are fun to watch. They really are. And, I mean, Round Rock and, uh, you know, Hickory – and uh, down east are also playing really good, but Frisco seems to be the one that's just blowing it out of the water. Round Rock, I think, has lost more than they've won the last week or so, but Frisco is just on fire. I mean, they're taking every series they're playing. And so if you haven't Absolutely. been out there to see them, you definitely need to. Yeah, aside from uh, Tacoma series, gosh, this five straight games against the same team is it's throwing me off. But It is weird. Uh, yeah, the Express, they lost five straight in to Tacoma before that they were 10 and three on the season. So they're having a really good season. They just had a rough, rough going and starting pitching was not very good yeah. throughout the whole series against Tacoma. So, but round rock. Yeah. Another, no, there's just so many MLB level players right now that are stuck at AAA, and that's, yeah. that's a good problem yeah. to have. It um, definitely is. Speaking of guys at AAA, cause we're probably going to see some of them. We'll talk about mm-hmm. some injuries. Um, I'm sure you all have heard by now because it's old news. Now, Kyle Gibson, uh, Hunter Wood and probably David Dahl are all going to be on the DL. Kyle Gibson, just a 10-day. They said it's not that serious. Hunter Wood, I haven't heard how serious they think that one is. He just got called up. And then Dane Dunning, think, they think, may have cracked or broken a rib. So that might be a longer term. And that might be, you know, maybe Delino DeShields gets called up for that one. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, Kyle Gibson worries me a little bit, even though they say it's not a big deal because of how well he is pitching this year. Yeah, and you meant David Dahl. You said Dane Dunning. Yeah, I had Dunning on the brain. Yeah, Dunning on the brain. Dunning on the brain, but it's David Dahl. I mean, they both have a D first and last name, so, you know, it's close. (laughs) Yeah, and unfortunately for David Dahl, I mean, he's a guy we talked about a lot. Maybe one of those guys that can play well this year and be a trade deadline piece, and he still can, but it just seems all year long he's been dealing with something. He was dealing with a leg injury earlier on in the season. Not enough to go on the IL, although I think they probably should have put him on the IL for that one. He tried to play through it and then was DHing only there for a little bit. Yeah. But now yeah. the rib thing with him, uh, he's a guy that, you know, usually good contact there. Very good uh, play discipline. Seems very controlled, very controlled up there. Just has not been able to get rid of the injury bug this year. So hopefully this stint on the IL will be beneficial for him. Although with the ribs, you never know. Yeah. Hopefully it's it's not as serious as they think, which, I mean, a, a crack rib isn't as serious as a no, think, and, you know, I think he'll be okay. Obviously, he'll be okay. But, yeah, and then Kyle Gibson, I'll just flat out say it. That sucks. I mean, yep. even though it is 10 days, you're losing 
we, we can argue all day long, you know, what, what can, what makes an ace or the definition of an ace. Well, I'll tell you what, Kyle Gibson has been an ace by definition, not just for his team, not just for the Rangers, but across the board, across the league. Yeah. You're, you're seeing a guy go to the, the IL now. I'm, I'm starting to get used to saying IL instead of DL now. Finally. Yeah. I'm finally getting used get, to it too. Get, it took me forever. Yeah. It's taken me a couple of years. Um, Kyle Gibson, that's an undefeated 3-0 record at 2-2-4 ERA and 10 starts going to the I.L. That, he's been your rock. He's been way more than what we thought we were going to get. Yep. You know, coming into the season, just hoping that he could log, really log innings. That's what you and I were talking about. Just get out there and log some consistent innings. Have have many quality starts. You know, a quality start is a 4-5 ERA. That's all we were asking, you know, you and I. But, man, he's been dominant. Uh, he's had strikeout pitching. Uh, he's had the strikeout pitch going, you know, 48 strikeouts. There's, yeah. he's, he's consistently getting five to six strikeouts per game. That sucks. And then another one, as you mentioned, Hunter Wood. Yeah, he just came up. Uh, kind of snuck five games in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He reminded me of uh, one of the pitchers that the Rangers had just a few years ago that had the long black hair uh, that threw cutters all the time, and I can't remember. Got him from Japan. Uh, Barnett, Tony Barnett. <laughs> Tony Barnett, yeah, Tony yeah. Barnett. He reminded me a lot of Tony Barnett, and he had kind of that cool personality too. But yeah, now he's shelved and still waiting. I didn't hear, I didn't hear exactly what his was. I was surprised to see his name. That one just snuck up. Yeah, I didn't hear but, how long uh, he was going to be out either. They kind of haven't really said yet. Mm-hmm. That one's been quiet. Obviously, the Gibson injury overshadows that, but that that's allowed Demarcus Evans to get the call, and we knew that was going to happen. That's why we we're trying to get him on the on the podcast. Exactly, but um. Yeah, that, that does kind of suck, but like you said, I mean, and again, we've said it several times, but you take away that first game of the season, and Kyle Gibson has downright been probably one of the best pitchers in the American League, if not one of the best pitchers in all of baseball. And you look at the way Lance Lynn pitched for the Rangers last year, it kind of reminds me of that, just that solid rock. Like, you know, when he comes out, it's going to be a good game. The other team's not going to get a lot of hits. You're going to see some strikeouts. You know, you just know when he steps on, you feel comfortable when he steps onto the field that it's going to be a good, uh, well-pitched game. Yeah, if you take out that first game of the season, you know, he's got a 2-2-4 ERA. Yeah. That first game out, and I'm looking up. I couldn't remember how many runs he gave up in that first game. I'm looking. I believe it was seven. Seven, that sounds about right. You take that seven away, and he has eight runs on the year. Yeah. Eight runs on the year. That's crazy. That is crazy. (laughs) Yeah, and eight earned runs and 60 in the third. I mean, just take that start out. Yeah. Just take that, take that start out. He didn't make that start. And he's pitched 60 innings and has eight earned runs. Unreal. And that's a sub two ERA, obviously. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. Amazing. Crazy. All right. Let's move on to uh, quickly cover just because it's fun to talk about the Rangers sweeping Houston over the weekend since they just got swept oh, yeah. by, since they just got swept by the Angels. You know, we kind of mentioned them pitching to Adolis earlier, but they, the, the comebacks in those three games to me were just, like the fight that the Rangers are showing right now, even today that we're recording this on a Wednesday night, even today, the comeback against the angels that just fell a little short, like they are putting up a fight right now. And it's something that I'm really enjoying watching. And of course I enjoy any time they sweep the Houston Astros. He has the Jared Sandler always. He does. It was the ice. <laughs> he does. Today yeah, was a good day. <laughs> he does, which is awesome. He's done that since he got, since he got that Rangers job. And I love it. Yep. Yeah. Seven to five win on Friday. Uh, eight to four Saturday, and then that three-two win 
on Sunday. And I love the one Adolis Garcia home run where I guess him and the him and the catcher for the Astros were having a little fun with each other. I don't I don't know, but he hit the hit the home run, knew it was gone right off the bat, and then turned and looked at him and pointed and laughed. And then started his home run trot. Was that this weekend? Yeah. It's just been <laughs> that was uh that was so fun and so funny and just I don't know. Just uh I I we talked about this too, I believe, off air a while back. We used to like the Astros because they were yeah. the National League Texas yeah. team. And even when they came to the AL West, I didn't see them as a rival. And I don't know, just after that whole cheating scandal that happened, I it's to me it's unforgivable. If if Pete Rose can't get forgiven, then neither should the Astros. So yeah, I yeah, agree. always Rose, good when you way, get a sweep of the Rangers. We haven't hit that topic sweep. on this podcast, but Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. It's it's it makes me sick. Uh, how how Alex Cora and AJ Hinch are just giving them one year bans and love back in the game when they literally cheated the game, but yeah. the Rose cannot get into the Hall of Fame. Give me a break. Yeah, Give me I agree. a break. Uh, totally so agree. Asinine, I could use another word for that, but <laughs> asinine and makes no sense. Hypocritical. I don't know why. And and if it, it well, I'm gonna be really upset if after. He rose passes away. They decide to let the Hall of Fame. That's going to make me sick. Um, yeah. No, yeah. he needs to be in. He should have been in, especially now. Yeah. This was the opportunity for the, for them to put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And the Astros did this, and you said, okay, you get one year ban, and then you come back in the game. And they're both managers. Yep. You know, it just it's. I hate to say it. I hate using this term. It's not fair. It's not fair to Pete Rose. Not one. No, I agree with you. And he he was an amazing player. All that happened after he was a player. You know, as a player, he definitely should be in there. But overall, he should definitely be in there. I mean, it's S a nine, S a ten, S an eleven. You know, whatever. It's it's, <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of assens. So um, I think yeah. I know what's I think I know what's going in the intro now. But anyway, um, <laughs> it sounded funnier in my head. But anyway, let's yeah, go. It with, did come uh, out. It came out really good. I'm impressed. I'm putting that one <laughs> Pulling a Seinfeld and putting that one in the vault. Yeah, that that one's definitely going in the vault. That was good. All right, um, let's talk about the Rangers ERA right now. It's 440 overall uh, through what? We're a third of the way through a season, just about third of the way through the season. Um, yeah. So is 440 about where you thought they would be? To be honest, I think if, if we would have said the Rangers would have a 440 ERA around the third of the season through, we'd be extremely happy about it. I no, I did not. I did not expect them to have a 4-3 RA. I was hoping – I think we talked about this, and we thought if they could be around five, considering the season, you know, the rebuild and all that coming up, we would be okay with that. That's yep. kind of what we were – we would be just fine with that. That's what we were hoping for. We were hoping for not an early 2000s Rangers season where it's eight runs a game. You know, <laughs> you got to score eight runs. Your, old, your starter's always giving up four-plus runs. And you're having to out hit people. That's what we were scared of. We're not getting that. We're getting good pitching, and really, it's been good pitching all around baseball. And that's that's a topic we'll have to discuss. I want to discuss that with Eric Nadell. Yeah. Because um, he has some comments about it. But uh, yeah, four four ERA. If, if you would have told me that before the season started, I'd be like, whoa, heck, man, we're gonna be right up there around five hundred. You know, yep. which the Rangers yep. they're hopefully gonna hover around there. Right now, we're kind of seeing the swoon that we expected. But a 4-4 ERA at this point in the season, shoot, no. I did not see that coming. 
Yeah, and I'm with you on that. I did not see it coming either. I was thinking 515, 520 would be, mm-hmm. you know, where they'd be, and I'd be happy with like a 49 or a 5. But like you said, 440 definitely better than I thought they would be. And part of it, again, as we just mentioned, is Kyle Gibson. Part of it is, you know, the way Dane Dunning started. Part of it is the fact that the bullpen has been pretty decent other than a few bad innings. You know, like we talked about Josh Spores, DeMarcus Evans, Taylor Hearn. You've had these guys come in, even Kyle Cody before he got injured, that have come in and just John done their King. Yeah, John King has been amazing, actually. I think he leads mm-hmm. the team in wins, if I'm not mistaken. Five wins. Yep. Yeah. He's a he's a decision thief out of bull, out of the bullpen. Well. He like is a decision him. thief, but you know what? That's not a bad thing to be. Now, a weird stat, and we talked about this off air a little bit. The Rangers have played 444 innings so far before today's game. I looked this up before today's game, and they've given up 443 runs. And of course, they gave up nine more runs today. So that is a stat you don't see very often. It's just a weird anomaly, isn't it? Yeah, four 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 hundred and forty three runs in four hundred and forty four innings. Just be better. Just glad it's not in that number in the sixes. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's just that is a statistical not anomaly. That's about a run. I mean, a run in uh, an inning. Uh, that's not good. Now, obviously, that's not earned runs because the the earned run average right now is four four zero, which is good. It's, it's really yeah. good actually. That is earned runs and unearned runs. So the, yeah. the, the combination. So it doesn't matter if it was earned or you know errors included. But yeah, that's that's weird. And that's as a team, the four four ERA is a pitching staff is great. But as a yep. team, a run per inning not great. Yeah, because you're that's you know obviously I can't do real good math, but that's nine runs a game. You know if you if you do the <laughs> yeah. math, a run per inning because most games are nine innings. But you know mm-hmm. it didn't help that they gave up what was it seventeen or whatever in the first game against Kansas City, and yeah, they, gave up, they gave up like thirty something in that three three game series. So that that didn't help. And then the last two games against the Angels, giving up a lot of runs. So they've had when they've been bad, they've been really bad. And I think that's really what it is. But then when they've been good, they've been really good. So. You know, it's just kind of funny how it's all worked out that way to where they're about to run an inning. But I think obviously that's a statistic that'll go away at some point during the season as they as they get more comfortable and get a little bit better uh, throwing the ball over the plate. All right. Um, don't forget to buy us a coffee. You can go to buymeacoffee.com slash the Rangers report. Uh, yeah, I like coffee, too. And you can give us like a dollar and then at least one of us could buy a coffee. And then also uh, we have a Patreon. You can go to therangerreport.com slash media kit. And you can look at our numbers. If you want to consider sponsoring us, uh, like I said, we got one to announce here in the next few weeks that we're excited about. So that is exciting. Um, we have other things probably, but I can't think of anymore, which probably means it's time to end the show. <laughs> that's, the, that's the cue to get out. That's the cue to get out. When I start saying we have other things, CJ's like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. This is, out of here. All right. Well, y'all have a great night and we will talk to you next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.